estate entrepreneur. So you will recall a time or two where either you've asked someone or someone has asked you, what do you have, selective hearing? And usually it could be you towards your kids, you towards your significant other, or them towards you. We've all been on both sides of the receiving the, what do you have, selective hearing comment or giving it a time or two in our lives. When I was in school, there were so many times where I had selective hearing and I would sit there and like miss complete beginnings or endings of instructions and have half-assed completed work because truthfully, my mind really was just somewhere else altogether. And so we've pretty much been conditioned, and the overall gist of it is that selective hearing is this kind of negative connotation. And just like so many other things that get that knee-jerk response as being positive or negative, good or bad, black or white, we know that everything has the head side and the tail's side, right? It's the same with selective hearing. Selective hearing actually is more of a survival mechanism, because when you think about it, of the messages that you are bombarded with daily. Everything from marketing to people talking to you for very practical reasons, to signs that you read, things that you're scrolling on on social media. It would be impossible to make a move to survive if we were consciously absorbing all of that information, but we're not. And so there are so many things that slip through the cracks and gets into those depths, those depths of the subconscious mind. And those are the sneakiest things because those are the things that just slip right in there without us either being fully conscious of it or conscious of it at all. So essentially, it's just like the sponge and it's absorbing on its own. When we're not fully present and at the wheel, and I mean, look, we're on autopilot a lot of the time right? Even the best of us, even those of us who are sitting with our legs crossed, you know, presenting ourselves as Jedi mindset yogis and whatnot, we are still living a percentage of our lives on autopilot. And of all of the different situations and messages that you're taking in on a daily, second by second basis, the fact is that we are just not able to sit there and say, oh, okay, let me make sure that this thing that I just saw doesn't get processed and put into this is going to drag me further away from my goals bin and it goes instead into this is going to feed and fuel my positive self-talk and take me closer to my goals bin. We don't get that time to suss it out. And so there's a whole lot of stuff that just gets stuffed into the archives of your subconscious thoughts without ever having truly been sorted out consciously but subconsciously. Oh, subconsciously, it piles up. And the majority of the time, it piles up on that side where it goes through the internal processing system that is just garbage, that is feeding the absolute bullshittiest of the bullshit, which in turn helps you to create your external world. And take a look around you and take a minute to think about it right now. Does it look and feel the way that you want it to look and feel? I think it's pretty safe to say that we all have some ongoing work to do, right? We get to, for the rest of what hopefully are long, healthy, happy, prosperous lives, we get to continue to work on what we are taking in and that internal processing system. And truth be told, That internal processing system, whether you want to admit it or not, whether you're aware of it or not, that is your silent 
yet not so silent business partner. That has the power to make or break your business and every other goal and every other bucket of your life that holds any degree of meaning for you. So when you think about it, selective hearing is the superpower that you didn't know you wanted, but you damn sure need. The challenge with selective hearing is understanding what is it that I want to hear right now that is going to actually serve my goals moving forward? And what is it that I don't want to hear right now that is going to take me in the complete opposite direction, like my ass is on fire? And because messaging comes in so rapidly, right? For example, you're sitting here and you're consciously tuning into this podcast, but From one second to the next, you never know exactly what I'm going to say to you or how it's going to make you feel. I could say something in the next moment that would convince you, you know what, I need to drop what I'm doing right here and go do this instead. Or I could say something in the next second that really makes you feel seen, heard, and validated and makes you feel like, ah, you know what, I've really got this. I'm on the right path. But at least you're here consciously. And so you are going to be, to a degree, even if you're driving while you listen to this, you're going to, to a degree, be conscious of the messaging that you're receiving. You're conscious of the message that you received on other episodes of this podcast. And if you didn't like it, I'm sure you wouldn't be back here for another one. Or if this is your first, I'm sure you won't tune in for another one if you don't like the message that you're receiving on this one. So to a degree, we have control over the selective hearing in certain ways. But again... Not all messaging are we consciously tuning in for and paying attention to while we receive it. Between our five senses, you're taking in so much, so many things simultaneously. You can't possibly understand consciously what to make of it all. And so you get to focus on those larger decisions that influence the information that's coming at you, like listening to this podcast or another podcast like deciding what movie you're going to go and see or not see, deciding who in your friend circle you're going to have the relationship conversation with that's actually going to feed your perception or help you build the perception if it doesn't already exist, that there are some great people out there who really do want true love and who understand loyalty and discipline in relationships. And you know who not to have that conversation with because they're going to sit there and they're going to have you believing by the end of the conversation that, oh, in these times of social media and these sneaky private DMs that could just poof and disappear, that you don't know who your partner's talking to and there's half-naked men and women all over the internet willing to have a conversation. And so who's going to be loyal nowadays? I'm sure you've heard that before. You know which of your friends or coworkers you can go to and have a a higher level conversation about elite entrepreneurship, right? Not the wantrepreneurship, but elite action-taking entrepreneurship. You know, for example, that when you go to a certain coworker and you talk about how your side hustle is going, they're going to sit there and just kind of poo-poo it and kind of laugh at you and talk about how silly you are or how you're building castles in the sky. I don't know if anyone actually says that shit anymore, but you get the drift. They're going to tell you, oh, yeah, okay, see you back here in like, you know, six months. Or, eh, who are you kidding? You're going to still be here in a year from now, still bitching and whining that you didn't get that promotion, right? Versus 
the coworker of yours that you can go to who is actually coming up to you and asking you, hey, how's it going? I see that you created your profile on X, Y, and Z platform and you're starting to talk about your business. How's that going? This is so exciting to watch. Or maybe they are like-minded and they want to do the same thing. So you're just sitting there swapping ideas and swapping experiences. You know, you're on Facebook, that one's on TikTok, and you're kind of exchanging notes. And it's this really, it's like this feeling of, of sticking your finger into an electrical socket and just getting hit with all of the amazing juicy voltages, right? And it, it's bringing you life while you're at work. You could be conscious of those things. You could be conscious of the places that you go and the places that you stay away from. You could be conscious of the Facebook groups that you participate in and the ones that you don't. The last episode was about how some of the Facebook groups indoctrinate you into this mother may I in order to speak about your business type of energy and that that's a bunch of bullshit. And that takes you three steps backwards. And it gets you back into that little kid sitting in the classroom, like, you know, raising your hand and saying, hi, Mrs. Appleby, I have to use the potty. Is it okay for me to go use the bathroom? My bladder's about to burst. Is it okay with you if I go and do this very natural thing, this natural function of my body? Is it okay? Is it not going to hold up your lesson too tough? Selective hearing is a superpower. And the more you cultivate it a little bit more every single day, the better the quality of what you have coming in will be. And the less gunk, as I call it, will get built up in your subconscious. Still going to happen. It's inevitable. But the less there will be, the less weeds you'll have to whack through. When you see that in certain areas of your business, for example, you're manifesting little energetic bottlenecks. And energetic bottlenecks always eventually become physical bottlenecks in your business. So wouldn't it be nice to have fewer of those to cut through? So if you enjoyed today's quick episode, make sure you give it a like, share it with someone you know would want to hear it. Make sure you download it, subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss anything. And remember, get out there and show your mindset who's boss.